Hi, welcome to a new episode of Hallmark Heartbeats, a podcast all about Hallmark movies. I am your host, Camille. This week I am interviewing a special guest named Bente Dumnitsky. That's not a name many people recognize, but you might recognize her dog, Mr. Big. He is the dog that had a starring role in Hallmark movie Hearts Down Under. Or if you're from Australia, you might know the movie better under the title Romaine on the Menu. We discuss how she started training dogs in Germany, how she got started in the movie slash film industry, and how Mr. Big got the role of Spatch. Also, on our YouTube channel, if you're interested in watching, there's a video of Mr. Big and Bente's other dogs doing some tricks. So here's our interview with Bente. Thank you. Um, well, thank you so much for letting me interview you. And uh, this is awesome. Um, oh, that's good. That yeah, I, I, I really, um, yeah, I was really happy when you approached me because I like the movie so much, and I thought it's so, so cute to talk about it. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm happy I, to. I do have to say, like, my, <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. No, my favorite part of the movie was the dog. <laughs> but um i i've seen like this same the, the same storyline over and over again already so it gets so it gets really tiring to see it i was and i said i said i was pretty critical about the movie mostly because um when when they said it was set in australia i i wanted more australia it to me didn't feel like there was a lot of Australia in it. Yeah, that's that's a little bit what I thought as well. Like I, I wasn't in all the scenes; so I was only uh, in two different locations yeah. with the with the dog, and I was a bit the same. And I thought, oh, they could could have shown so much from Australia, and like the only thing they did was the little cafe and the little um, yes. yeah, the beach with the with the dog there, and the dancing on the pier. That was quite cute, but. Oh, there's so much more we have to offer here. And it's just like, yeah. It's a bit so you said you're from yes. Hawaii, is that right? Yes. I'm from <laughs> Hawaii. I, I was I was telling somebody, I was like, they could have filmed in Hawaii. It looks like a town here right up the street from where I live. They have the same, <laughs> you know, like the same beaches, same like sunsets and same piers and everything. It, I mean, it, that's, to me, that's what would have made this more different than any other movie that had the same storyline is if they yeah, actually yeah, yeah, yeah. celebrated Australia and showed the, <laughs> you know, the land and, you know, showed the uniqueness of the culture over there and stuff like that. Yeah, and I think even, like, because she's more the the like from the restaurant in New York and like, and everybody's scared in Australia about snakes and spiders. And so they could have made one scene where she finds this big spider in her house. And- oh my God, that would have been awesome. <laughs> I take out the scene where she almost burnt bread or whatever and like had her like screaming at a rattlesnake instead in her. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> yeah, there are so many options, I think. Yeah, but but uh, like in general, I was so 
I'm still happy that that the dog was in the in the movie. I loved it for, for that reason. So and I, yeah, I was a bit predictable the whole um, storyline, but that's yeah. I think that's a little. Yeah, the dog was definitely the cute the highlight. I put that on my Instagram stories the night that I watched it. I was like, sorry Tim and sorry Cindy, but I think the dog stole the movie. <laughs> We had actually that that was when they aired it here in Australia. That was I think last year, and there was one lady from America, like a very I forgot her name, but she was a very well known critic. So she wrote a lot of um, negatives about the movie as yeah. well. And she said that one of the three things that made the movie was the dog. <laughs> uh, <laughs> and I thought, oh, I hope Tim and Cindy don't watch the, uh, read that. And I was like. Oh, Ooh. Yeah. I actually pissed off a couple of Australians by saying that. So I'm at least glad that there's somebody who agrees with me who's from Australia. Because they were like, well, we're not like, we, that's Australia. What we saw. Like, would you mind introducing yourself, first of all? Oh, no, absolutely not a problem. So with the last name, because that's a difficult one. So my name is Bente Dubnitsky. Um, the, the story is a bit funny because I'm originally from Germany. And my name is like the first name is actually Danish or Norwegian. And my last name is Polish. But now being a German living in Australia. And yes, yeah, so I'm a dog trainer for oh, almost 40 years now, so I started very early as a teenager. Wow. Yeah, my interest, like, I think my mom tells me from early on I wanted a dog and I always wanted a German Shepherd, and she was actually scared of dogs, so it took a while to convince her that I got my first dog. And from then on, I, yeah, I'm still absolutely, that's my absolute passion, and I have never changed, and, yeah, love, love, love dogs. Um, do you have a German Shepherd? Have, have you? Did your mom actually let you get a German Shepherd? <laughs> so my first well, dog, I was actually not allowed to pick myself. Um, so my yeah, my mom went and she got a foster dog from from the pound back then, and it was I think it was a poodle cocker spaniel, and her uh -huh. name was Nikki. And I was I think maybe 10, 11 years old. And <laughs> Mr. Big, you're only a little in the in the video. <laughs> um, so yeah, I was just um, just still a young child, and um, so the dog had like heaps of issues. He was um, he has bitten a few people, oh. and he was very resource guarding. So he stole yeah. everything, and he was hiding it under a little chair in the living area. And the whole family was scared of him, and I just started. I don't know, without any knowledge, I haven't I have no, no training. And I just started training that dog and he was actually doing really well and he never did anything with me. So when I taught him not to hide shoes and toys in this little corner anymore. And that's how it slowly started. I think then a few people in the neighborhood, they saw what I was doing with this dog and that I changed it around so much. And then when the first people start asking me if I, can help them training their dogs. Um, yeah, and from then on, actually, for the next, I would say, almost 30 years, I actually had only German Shepherds. Oh. Um, but I changed over to the white ones. So, um, yeah. like, I had white German Shepherds at the end. 
But then, yeah, they are just so unhealthy. It's such an unhealthy breed. And all of them suffered with either arthritis or um, elbow dysplasia or hip dysplasia or yeah. spondylosis in their bag. And I just, yeah, didn't want to didn't want to support that anymore. So, and then, yeah, yeah I got a little Mr. Big. <laughs> He's such a movie. cutie. I like it. He's so cute. I like his big black nose. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so you are owner and trainer of Mr. Big. He's a real cutie. Um, Hallmark fans would recognize him as Spatch on Hearts Down Under. How long have you had Mr. Big? How long have you had him? Mr. Big is um, almost 12 years now, and I have him for 11 years. So he came... Uh, as a young dog, but not as a puppy to me. Uh Um, And his story was a little bit interesting because as I said before, I love German Shepherds and I already had a white German Shepherd living with me. His name was Nelson. And yeah, so, and then, yeah, I was, I had a bit of a sad time in my life. So my, me and my husband were split up and the divorce was happening and a German friend flew over just to support me a little bit and be there for me. And she just, yeah, went away one day and she came back home and yeah, she brought Mr. Big along. So she <laughs> found him and then, <laughs> she saw him and she thought he would cheer me up a little bit. Aww. And I was actually quite ooh, a little bit like at the beginning, I'm like, oh, it's a little dog and I don't really do little dogs. And I'm like, like still being a German Shepherd fan. And yeah, because I was so sad with all the divorce, I was watching um, Sex and the City. <laughs> so, but if I have a small dog, at least he needs an awesome name. So, and that's how he ended up with Mr. His name, Big. Mr. Big. <laughs> oh, I love that. Um, he, was it him? I thought you said he was a puppy mill, or was that another dog? Yeah, he was coming from a puppy mill. The the friend who who um yeah got him, um he was in advertised in it's called Gumtree here. I don't know if it's it's the same all over the world. Yeah. It's like a like an internet portal where you can sell things and like Craigslist. So oh, I think that's maybe yeah what what you call it. Yeah. yeah. And yeah he was advertised there as a rescue from a puppy mill. And so yeah she went and bought him for me. Oh and well, little man, huh? Hello, <laughs> uh, did he like did he have any health problems? You know, because I know about a puppy mill puppies they do get like behavioral issues sometimes yeah so luckily he didn't have any physical issues so he was super healthy lucky 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 um but he had like severe behavior issues he was extremely shy (laughs) Shy he's no longer shy yeah he's like what is it me you're talking about yeah he was very like even as, like he was five or six months old when I got him and he never did anything naughty in his whole life. He mm. never dug a hole. He never growled at anything. He has never destroyed a pillow or a, like even his own toys. He would never rip the fillings out or he's just the most, um, yeah, like the perfect dog when it comes to, to being naughty or not. Um, but like he was never really an outgoing personality. So he's a, he's a bit of an introvert. And when he really likes somebody, then he, yeah, then he shows it. And, but it's quite 
Rhea, actually. <laughs> and he loved Tim Ross in the movie. He just loved it. Well, he he rocked. Tim is kind of cute, so I don't blame yeah. him. <laughs> Whoa, shoot! You have you have three other dogs: Dudley, um, Pretzel, yeah, I've got Dudley, and then um, MacGyver, and the newest addition now is Pretzel, a little Jack Russell. Oh, I saw the Instagram videos; they're cute, all of them. <laughs> Especially, I love I love your Border Collie. Was it Border Collie? The border collies make Iver, yeah. He's so and cute. I have a thing for like border collies. Oh my god! And he, he was he was from a like he had maybe the worst upbringing out of all of them. He was um, again he was from the same page, so I found him on Gumtree, and he was rescued by the local vets. Um, he was found with eighteen other puppies in a dark shed in a barn. And the mother was tied up on a chain. And so what we heard was that he only saw the, the farmer once a day that threw food on the ground. And so MacGyver was really, really disturbed when I got him. Aww. And yeah, he was he was a bit of a of a sad story. How old is he? He's five now. Okay. And what are your other what are the stories for the other dogs? So, say that again, sorry. What's, what are the other dog stories? Uh, so Dudley is, um, yeah, Dudley was a little bit of a, he's from a, from a breeder, um, but because he's like one of those designer dogs, <laughs> so he's, he's, the breeder's called a, can you hear them in the background? They, they play actually. Do you want me to stop that? <laughs> no, it's okay. <laughs> So, can, yeah, so I start I again. Dudley is from a breeder, and so he's a designer breed, and he's called a sheepadoodle, oh. which is an old English sheep dog, sheep dog with, with a, a poodle. standard poodle, and he has got border collie in him as well. And yeah, I saw him with a split face with a black and white, and I thought he would be amazing for film jobs. So he was maybe. One of the dogs I actually bought almost, it sounds a bit mean, but I hope you understand when I say it a little bit on, on purpose, like hopefully he would get movie work. Yeah. And one is not suitable at all. So he didn't develop into a um, very good character for film work. So mm. he's very skittish and um, it just has got like, when, when he hears a noise and there's always so much going on on film work, on film jobs, so it's always loud and they they always fast and everything has to be done in a hurry. And so Dudley can't handle stress yeah. well and he gets really, oh my God, oh my God. So yeah, he's a bit of a, yeah, I would say almost a bit autistic. Uh, yeah, he's really, really, oh God, I can't handle that. It's too loud, it's getting too much. And then oh. um, he does his job, but he gets very nervy. So and yeah. I, that's what they don't want on film set. Yeah, and Pretzel is still too young, um, but I have trained him up as a film dog, and I think he's definitely the the new star on the horizon. He's amazing. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, but how did you get started into training for um, TV and film? Was that um, it? Actually, um, 
like everywhere where I turned up with my dogs, people always noticed how well trained they were. And I always got compliments for that. And so it started that a few friends around me, they, they, when they owned businesses, they asked me if my dogs can be like their, um, yeah, like on a poster or something that they can advertise with them. Yeah. So and that's how I slowly started. And then I had a lots of photographers they approached me and they asked me if they can use my dogs for their portfolio and Aww. so I had a lot of photo shoots happening um yeah and then um when Mr. Big was so really bad he got like badly attacked by two free roaming dogs so yeah yeah they just went for him and really nailed him down and severely bit him so he ended up in an emergency hospital for a couple of days um so after that he yeah was really shut down and he, he was really really yeah back to his old when I first got him so he yeah. was really not a happy dog and I would almost say depressed and super yeah was not having fun didn't want to move the second he heard a dog barking he just shut completely down and was shivering and yeah terrified oh so then yeah, and I found a local dog training place and I just went there three times a week and was sitting there for hours and just fed him. And so I really, really needed to yeah, retrain him to start liking dogs again. Yeah. So he was sitting far away in the distance at the beginning and so he could slowly get used to it and that's that he started associating dogs with food. And I was just sitting there for hours and hours and hours, three times a week. And yeah, just made him, yeah. I like go with again to, to become a normal dog. And that's actually when, um, yeah, there's a, there's an animal agency down here where I live on the Gold Coast. Oh. And yeah, she found me or she saw Mr. Big and then she said, oh, do you think you would be good for a, a um, commercial? I said, yeah, we can give it a try. So that's how it started, and I'm still working with her together five or six years later. Oh, cute! Yeah. <laughs> so, did you guys audition for the role of Spatch? I, I know humans wrote, uh, auditioned. I just wanted to know what's the audition process for dogs. <laughs> yes, yeah, so normally we do, but this one was a little different. Um, like considering that this was maybe the biggest job. Um, I ever done with my dog so it was a like a feature role yeah. and it was actually like he had to really know a lot in that movie um, so usually I'm getting booked and then I have weeks to to practice um, so this one the agency rang me and she said oh do you think Mr. Big could do this he can do that and so she gave me the whole script and I'm like wow and I said when when does it start and she said oh in four days <laughs> and I said, you must be kidding. And she said, oh, no. She said they had a dog booked, but yeah. the lady just said he is. I, I, we don't know the real reason, but we think maybe the dog couldn't do it. Yeah. Um, so and that's where they got a bit desperate and looked for another dog. And that's how Mr. Big got it. And yeah, so and, but he managed. So it was four days to, to the first day of shooting. Um, but I, I think then we had a break of five days. So I had five more days to train him up. Then we had another day of shooting. And then I had another couple of days um, time to practice and train him. And yeah, and he, most of the things he just almost did naturally. He just did them. Yeah. He's and, so yeah. 
He was so cute. Tell- <laughs> One of my favorite ones is when he was on the beach trying to play with the clams, dig with the um, <laughs> go clamming with um Tim and um Cindy, and also when he when he met Cindy <laughs> yeah, on, on the doorsteps there, that was so cute. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he's so adorable. Uh, I love still super. Like as as I said, I'm a dog trainer for so many years, and. Dogs still impress me so much about what they can learn. And like even like a friend of mine here in Australia, she she got a job right up north in the in the in the outback where it just absolutely it's nothing. And so they had a problem with fire ants. And they were just coming into our region here and it was very dangerous. They were just destroying so much nature and they just yeah, so she trained her dog in a very short time that he found those fire ants. Oh, that's and so dangerous. He, yeah, and he <laughs> alerted her for every single wow. nest he found. And I was so impressed. And I'm like, wow, they are just so smart. Yeah, they are. Believe- they now have dogs that are being trained to detect COVID. Yeah, I heard that. Yes. Isn't like, that amazing? Dogs are like- just amazing <laughs> seriously <laughs> i don't know how they do it i do not know how to do it but i mean these are the same dogs who can tell you if you have diabetes like if you have like low blood sugar or high blood sugar you know what i mean so their noses yeah, are yeah, like yeah. miracles they can also detect cancer so <laughs> no, no um so um <laughs> what are some of your favorite things to do with your dogs what what are my favorite things to do yeah like what? Um, what kind of tricks do you guys like? Do you do you like to teach you, <laughs> or even like you know anything? Um, so I used to, or still can, but um, we stopped last year actually. But my dogs are all competing in dancing with dogs. It's cool. oh my it's god, like- how cute! <laughs> So, so like what uh, kind of what kind of dancing did you guys do? Did you guys like do um, salsa? I've seen the videos. <laughs> so Mr. Mr. Big did um songs like Banana Boat Song by Harry Belafonte. That was one of his um routine we danced. Oh to. my god, please send me the video of that. I would have loved to see it. That is too funny. Oh my god. And oh, I have to actually think about what was the other one he did. Um oh, I can't remember what else did he do. Um MacGyver, he went up to the highest level, so he started in advanced, and he actually became runner-up national champion. Oh, wow. Yeah, we were doing really well. And Dudley did, um, he became state champion. Oh, wow. Um, So, like, MacGyver did songs from, oh, what's he doing? Achy Breaky Heart. Um, (laughs) oh my god that is so cute i i I have a couple i have some friends who do like that as well but also they do this is um one that i know who does sort of ballet with her dog she's like russian kind of thing and she does these like um really really like lyrical ballet moves um, with her dog like I I watched a lot of the world championships and they are just like I'm old and I'm loud stiff and and, 
bit overweight. And so, but when you watch all the young girls now doing the dancing with dogs, they are all professional dancers and they all yeah. did ballet in their children life and it's unbelievable what they do in the meantime so yeah, yeah I'm a little bit more the no yeah <laughs> <laughs> they had that all but no I I love it I love it shoot um, I wish I could do that kind of stuff being disabled kind of yeah I'm doing a lot of things but yes I think what, what I like or enjoy the most at the moment is actually yeah when COVID hit I started a lot with TikTok as everybody so, and I love doing these little one minute stories with my dog. So whatever is the newest trend, we try to make it a dog um, oh theme trend. So, and um, not very successful on TikTok. We had one, like one of the viral videos, but only one so far. But that was <laughs> a good one. But yeah, so, and, and yeah, that's what I really enjoy doing some TikTok videos and teach them tricks. I love tricks. Oh I love mainly I'm outside with them in the nature and walk them through the bush and beach and yeah I love being out and about with the dogs that is so cute uh, would you want to do more movies or tv with oh, your dogs yeah. yes that's my uh, I love doing movies <laughs> I love it love it love it I'm really waiting for a really big one like as in um I don't know, like a like a big Hollywood blockbuster thing. So that would be <laughs> with the dog in the in the main feature yeah, role. Okay. That would be great. Yes, no, I love love being on film set. I love it. If you ever work with one of the Hemsworth brothers, can you like let me know? <laughs> you know, Liam or Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I was on the short list for the Thor movie. One of really. Them. Then they decided for another dog. And but then this dog again, I don't know what happened, but the movie then is not even with a real dog. I think there's only an animated one in there now, so they didn't even use the one they've chosen. Oh yes, yeah, so I was very close of meeting Chris Hemsworth. <laughs> I have a huge crush on Chris, he's so cute. Yeah, he is, yes. <laughs> Actually, I was a, his Chris, I have, I know there's a third brother, but I don't think I've seen him. But I know Liam and Chris are very cute. Liam and, and yeah, I don't know the third one, um, but they don't live very close by. I think maybe an hour away from me. Oh, wow. <laughs> that is so cool. What kind of advice would you give to someone who wants to be a dog trainer? Uh, to be a dog trainer, that would be a bit different to, to be like on, on movies, film set, I would say. But to be a dog trainer... Um, you definitely need um, patience, lots of patience. Um, what I see in the meantime a lot is like with there's so many people they <laughs> so there's so many people they just learn to become a dog trainer by reading books and learn it at school and they go to to become a national dog trainer. And then they have all the knowledge as in like with fancy words and whatever they throw around. Um, I would say when I started doing dog training, I was, Germany is a bit different than Australia. So what, what we do is because our country is so little and everybody has got a dog and we live in units and apartments and we don't have big blocks of land. And so we don't have 
like big houses and, and backyards. So in Germany, you actually go out with your dog three to four times a day and actually walk it on the on the streets. And you go over in parks and in forests and meet dogs at the beach. But whenever I went out in Germany with my dog, I met at least 30, 40, 50 dogs every time. Yeah. And so I really studied reading dog language. Like I really, I would say that's maybe my big, big advantage to all the other dog trainers. I can read dogs so well that I, um, in all my years of dog training, I only have been bitten once. And that was then even like a little bit, not even me not reading the dog, but the owner did the wrong thing. So he just let go of his dog. And um, so that was the only time I ever got bitten because I'm so aware of what they're doing. And I always can react before they even react. And um, then I lived in a, in a pack of wolves for a while and I was working for, um, in my hometown, they had like a research program. Yeah. So they were breeding wolves with, with poodles. And so they needed people that just um, observed them and just wrote notes. And so, yeah, I, I worked for that research program. So I just studied wolves with dogs in there, like for another few months. And yeah, I think just the natural, like observe dogs playing and read their body language. And there's nothing a book can, can tell you more than actually start observing dogs. Yeah, that is true. The dog will tell you, will teach you more than a human would. Yeah, <laughs> you know yeah I mean? exactly. Yes. Well, thank you so much, Bente. You are so welcome. <laughs> I love, I love the doggies. Oh my god! I like I told you I could talk about dogs all day. Hi, cutie. So, and you will follow me on Instagram now. I think you would see everything. Yes. Thank you, Bente, for letting me interview you. You can listen to us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, Podbean, TuneIn and Alexa, Pandora, iHeartRadio, and YouTube. Again, don't forget to catch the video of Dog Tricks on our YouTube channel. The YouTube is called Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast. Follow us on all social media platforms. Our Instagram page, at Hallmark Heartbeats. Facebook page, Hallmark Heartbeats Podcast, and Twitter, at Hallmark Heartbeat One. Buy us a coffee on www.buymeacoffee.com slash hmarkheartbeats. You can buy the podcast a coffee for a one-time fee of $5, or we have included membership levels, which gets more extras. For $1 a month, you get a say on which Hallmark movies I review for weeks Hallmark doesn't release new movies. I will put up a poll where your voice is heard. For $5 a month, you get access to never-before-released podcasts monthly and raw, unedited footage of all of our interviews. For example, the interview with Bente, you get 15 minutes extra. All links are on our link tree, which is in our bio. For next week's podcast, for the next podcast, we only have three so far that are confirmed. This Saturday, 
It is a movie titled Baby It's Cold Inside, starring Jason Hudon and Stephen Lunt. The following week, we have much anticipated movie starring Tyler Hines and Lacey Chabert titled Sweet Carolina. It's their second project together. Last week, we just reviewed their first project, which was Winter in a Veil. And then June 5th, we have a movie that I really can't wait for because it is featuring my state. It's titled You Had Me at Aloha, starring Kevin Smith and Pascal Hutton. Now, for the last two movies, Sweet Carolina and You Had Me at Aloha, I have two guest co-hosts with me. For Sweet Carolina, I will be joined with Charlie Fields, who co-hosts Thirsty for Hallmarks. And then for You Had Me at Aloha, I will be joined with blogger and Hallmark fan, Callie, who blogs on Hallmark's The Spot. Can't wait to talk to them. Again, thank you guys for listening and much mahalo.